Welcome to the duck. I said we'd have it, and I didn't want to falter on that promise. I am Zolord, uh, doing a little bit of uh, solo casting here uh, this evening. And, of course, my camera will mess up as soon as I get started, uh, but that should uh, fix itself here shortly. Um, so, yeah, week seven in the books. Two more weeks to go. Uh, before we finally have playoffs realized. Um, here, are going to take some Q&A, pop into Twitch chat, uh, shoot a message on uh, if you've got a question for the duck, I'll be happy to answer. Um, try to fix this camera here. There we go. I know Taco will be joining me here shortly. Uh, so other things going on, uh, we have finally established the uh, unban phase. Uh, we've been pretty harsh on our bans. Uh, if you get banned, you're usually gone. Uh, but we've implemented a strategy on welcoming players that have been banned. Uh, redemption. Uh, we all love uh, anime and we like the redemption arcs. Uh, so if you have been banned, uh, you can wait uh, basically the term is one year, uh, after your ban, uh, and, you know, apply for readmission into the league. Uh, we've had at least, uh, two people kind of run through that process, uh, to get readmission. Um, it's been good communication, uh, from both sides and, uh, we're, you know, have seen good results from Gacho this season as he's back in. Uh, we've just, uh, opened the gates for another person, uh, for next season. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but it has, uh, provided good results thus far. Uh, so we're excited about that and, uh, have several people kind of heading that up. Uh, we also had, um, Hungry Hobbit, uh, join the ranks, uh, of admin, um, I believe it was last week, um, and he has moved up from a moderator position, uh, which left a kind of a hole in the mods uh, since we stole Doom Vanilla and Hungry Hobbit. Uh, so we have promoted Bonkers uh, from the across the pond to uh, now moderator in Press RU Sports. Uh, so he should uh, be able to keep a lockdown on the uh, chat in the wee hours of the morning when he is still up and everybody else has long uh, since been gone to bed. Uh, but happy to have him uh, on that team as well. Um, want to jump in really quickly um, and take a look at the standings as I still... There's the old... Uh, face that probably doesn't need to show screen time um so looking at the standings uh, as i said before we've only got a few weeks left uh in the demacia standings we have dawning shadow in first place with 10 points curtain call with nine hijack with seven points equalizer with five the box in fifth place at four points final spark with three demonic ascension with two Hijack only has one game left in the season, uh, sitting at three points, uh, just for everybody's information. Uh, in the Noxus standings, 
spray and pray with 10 points in first assault uh, and battery with eight in second place spirit rush with eight points in third and perfect execution in fourth place with eight points uh and the tie breakdown is due to the head-to-head -head. uh they're just uh fyi for everybody as well um it's not random at how the seating is happening. Uh, Let's Bounce in fifth place with five. Dominus with uh, four points, but they have also played uh, one less game uh, than everybody else ahead of them in the standings. And Super Mega Death Rocket with one uh, at six points. Uh, and as high as they can climb is five uh, and I believe Let's Bounce uh, did take that series. So that would put them ahead of Super Mega Death Rocket. Um, so Super Mega Death Rocket, I believe, is effectively out uh, at this point uh, just because of that tiebreaker uh, and will not be landing in the playoffs uh, mathematically. Um, let's see here. Hey. Hey, Taco is joined. Awesome. Uh, let me uh, see about fixing... Actually, I don't have to fix cameras because you're not on. Um, but I will have to fix that. So, we are uh, live on Twitch. So, ah. thought, thought we would do something special. Um, Makes more sense because I saw the the notification pop up on my phone and I was like, yep. what? So I ran here. So yeah. Let me turn you up. You're pretty, pretty low. Talk again. So I ran here. Hey, there we go. Well, you know, yeah. staying in shape is, uh, is a thing. Um, yeah, I go to the gym for that. Uh, <laughs> not well, to run home. <laughs> once you're my age, then you quit going to the gym because you're too busy chasing kids. Oh me. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, feel free to ask some questions uh, in Twitch chat for everybody playing Clash or just hanging out this evening. Uh, let's see. What else going on in the world of League of Legends? Uh, working on the uh, playoff hype video, uh, which should come out uh, before we get started here. And uh, looks like playoffs is going to kick off October 11th. October, yeah. Yeah. Like early um, October. Yep. So exciting there. Um, are you ready to hop in games or do you need a minute? Nope. I have my trusty little notebook next awesome. to me. So I'm totally good to go. Uh, well, uh, keep posting those Q&A in Twitch chat. We will get to them at the end of the show. Uh, but kicking things off, uh, we have Assault and Battery against Curtain Call, uh, which was a pretty great series. Yeah, uh, I got to watch this one. Um, I want to, like, game one was, like, really close. I mean, both games felt kind of close, though I think the early double kill that Rusty got in the bot lane kind of just shifted the, like, the way that um, Curtain Call plays around Hobbit. And it was just an unfortunate thing. That I don't want to say, like, the game seemed kind of like it was decided at that point, because it was still close, but it just seemed like that early lead that the Ezreal was able to get just kind of made 
uh, just put like Vane on the back foot. And also, I will say like they gave Katarina to Shampo, so I'm like, I'm a little like confused about that part because they like banned Caitlyn and then allowed him to have Katarina. And while like I think Galio, in hindsight, like in in like a vacuum, could be a good setup for that. It just seemed like they that was their only reliable CC on that team um, for that game. And it was like, I, I mean, I saw a bunch of attempts of like combos from the Galio in mid lane, just in the 1v1s. And Shampo uh, would just hop out like before the taunt could go down. So it kind of just seemed like, okay, well, if you guys don't lock down this Katarina and this Kane, you're going to have a problem. Like, Kane had form at 11 minutes. Like, it, it just seemed like it wasn't going to go their way unless they nuked yeah, curtain the Katarina, like, immediately. And, uh, yeah. You know, zero Drake. So it uh, looked like a pretty rough game uh, from the score sheet. Uh, yeah. Game two, uh, the script was slipped. So game two... Uh, they brought a lot more CC, and while I'm while I love seeing teams like test stuff and like we'll see Shampo on the Z. I mean, we'll see um, Pharaoh back on the Echo. I think they can be good in like I guess vacuums and stuff. But like again, there were times where like. Pharaoh would try a 1v1 the Kha'Zix before he had his shield and then would just die because it's isolated damage coming from Kha'Zix passive and it would just be like, wait, why are you even fighting him? Um, so they just had like way more CC in this game. And while like you can look at uh, like Shampo's like uh, KDA clearly was killing people, it just didn't really matter because obviously Hobbit popped off and Honestly, like a Jin Nautilus into a Lulu Jinx with an Echo Jungle just seems really scary. So, like uh, the the Lulu's wants to ult Rusty, but like a lot of the times they're gonna be targeting the Lulu. So yeah, I I just it was like a weird change because I also don't think Jinx is that good of an AC right now. So. I, I don't know if it was like a we want to try something like the, we won one game. Let's like, you know, try something that we've been working on. Or if this was just actually maybe some egos trying to go say, oh, I can do that. I can play this into whoever. And then ultimately it just didn't work out, obviously. I mean, it's been a bit since we've seen Hobbit play the gen. So. I think he got it like twice this season, actually. Uh, yeah, but twice compared to you know, in previous is a slim, a slim amount. Hey, man. I mean, uh, Herbo has gotten Kazakh once this season, never yeah. again. So, like, <laughs> I, I mean, the fact that he's gotten it twice it just means that some people are still not maybe respecting it. So, yep. uh, next series uh, was Demonic Ascension. Against the Equalizer. And... Was this me? This was you. This was me. Um, so... 
again, the EQ, uh, bring in Perfy. Uh, this was his first uh, matchup with the team. Um, Perfy playing the Kale ran into Madcaps and, uh, you know, looking like, uh, you know, subs. Um, you know, two subs, Gecko H2O, as well as Jake Herbo, uh, stepping in uh, on the side of Demonic Ascension. Um, and it helped a lot in game two. And game oh. one, you can even see Herbo, uh, you know, kind of popped off on the uh, Yi, and Gecko H2O popped off on the Echo. Um, but that was not enough as the Kale became a uh, super threat. Uh, Nykert was popping off on the Sivir, uh, you know, plenty of CC from Dizzy and Interasian, uh, as well as Wookie Monster and, you know, Madcaps and Ducko, I think, as well as Senpai, uh, just not used to playing with, uh, two of these players. Um, and I think it, it took, a, a game at least to grab some synergy, um, but, EQ played really well game one, uh, 11 turrets, you know, they were literally taking it, you know, step by step, making sure they closed out the game, uh, with every objective. It did, uh, did take some barons, um, and yeah, uh, I, I actually, so I did make a mistake. I actually did watch these games, oh, but, okay. um, so like my only thing about the first game is, is that while I think uh, the Yi Yumi thing, like combo, works really well. You, I, I mean, I haven't seen Ducko play. You practiced it. Per yeah, you have to have. Yeah, but I haven't seen Ducko play enough. And the problem with this comp is that unless Madcaps is walking in for them, um, the Yi just kind of like stepping into a bush or like trying to like go through the river like oh nothing's gonna kill me mm -hmm. is not the case because there were a couple of times where they stacked and they just nuked ye yep. before yumi ult could come out and that's not even an immediate stun that's like there's a delay on it so i i mean i commend them to try like uh run it that way and do it that and like run stuff like that but like I, and then in a sort of way, I think it was maybe some of like, um, I mean, Gecko, his scoreline looks amazing. I mean, Herbo's scoreline, yes, has a little more deaths, but he was a madman. I mean, I think I had written down there, like, both of them against their lane opponents were like 35 uh, 100 gold ahead. So like, I've got, you before know, throws a, start to happen. A thought on this. Um, mm -hmm. and it, I, I pick on Madcaps because I think he has the highest ceiling as far as growth on all of this team on the roster. Um, and, you know, between Darius, uh, Shin, I guess now being a mainstay, uh, Wukong, uh, you know, getting some play set, there's not really a champ that he has that is the start the fight engage um unless Wukong. he plays the Wukong's under could be that but i no i get what you mean like we're not seeing a there's no malphite, malphite. there's no Maokai, there's yeah uh, and like that is a type of champ that you have to learn and you know become accustomed to playing 
Um, so he's since he's not used to be the go button, I could see where they, you know, if they're dependent upon him to start the fight or, you know, face check a bush, you know, uh, that that could be where some of the confusion and maybe uh, problems happened. Um, you know, because the Echo H can obviously land those uh, Echo Ws uh, all yeah. day long. No, um, he was doing, he was, I mean, he's doing really well. Here's yep. like 2v1ing people at times and like coming out of it like not like just barely living mm. he like clearly was living yeah. um but yeah there were there were definitely a lot of uh i mean air asians score doesn't necessarily show it as far as kills but like mm -hmm. that amount of assists a lot of that came down because he had stunned up the yep. uh yi and the echo and unfortunately duckos on one of them and mm -hmm. they just like insta died um uh, so, so yeah game two is uh now pictured, and you see a different result uh, for Demonic Ascension, uh, sending another draw to their scoreline. Yeah, well, straight up, uh, the first thing I wrote down when I was watching this game was a way better bot lane matchup on the side of uh, DA. And, like, Mommy Senpai just, like, I don't even know, just, like, showed up <laughs> randomly. Yep. Honestly, it just... it. Because the thing is, is I've had conversations and like I've heard that uh, he would rather go like forward and be aggressive. And mm -hmm. Nautilus is kind of like one of those champs and that or like no, you're not pulling the Alistar was there. on the flip side. Leona's in that. And this was just kind of like he, uh, his pop off game. Like while like don't get me wrong, like Gecko and Jay Herbo did really well as too, but there are a lot of like uh in the bot lane where they were winning fights so it was really nice to see overall honestly the game was really just a fiesta yes. so like i hadn't i didn't really have many like comments towards it or anything because like no like obviously herbo again popped off we had the uh ap twitch jungle he was everywhere i think he ganked uh mid and top in the first like three minutes before he cleared like three camps so like i mean you have to expect it especially because he's taking ignite but he he really showed why he should never get <laughs> that champion <laughs> i mean it's it's a it's a more i would say it's almost more annoying than kha'zix in the sense that you just don't know when if he's ganking you or not unless you have a pink in yep. the river or where it would be accessible for him to gank but that doesn't mean he can't just lane gank you um so yeah while i think uh Kha'Zix, like 1v1 nuke you potential is really scary i think the just overall like ganking presence that yep. twitch has is scary uh, and i'd be curious you know what uh the comms, I mean, I know a little bit what the comms were like, uh, because I actually hopped in there, uh, while I was specking the game, uh, and it, it was pandemonium, uh, for the side of Demonic Ascension. Um, but yeah. Well, yeah, because they almost, they almost they, clutched it. They almost it. threw. And then they, like, all died at the yep. Nexus, yep. and I think that was just kind of them not fully, uh, committing to, like, the play, the move there. Like, they kind of were, like, Oh, are we going for this? Wait, are we should we try to be killing them? Like, what's the plan here? 
Um, yep. But yeah, I, I would still say overall, I think that they are going to win it either way. I mean, the Aurelia was a problem. I mean, Vigar infinitely scales, so he would become a problem. But yeah, he was like one shot people, um, you know, when that fiesta was happening. So yeah, uh, it. I, I'm not sure what the outcome would have been, you know, in another six minutes, maybe. Um, but True. It, it, I, I I get that, but, but yeah, I, I it, just I just kind of felt like uh, Herbo was positioning really well. I mean, it kind of just got to the point where, honestly, um, if uh, Gecko was to be like, "All right, well, the problem on this team for us right now is probably the Vigar. Let me just ult him so he mm-hmm. can't like CC my team, and my team will just, you know." destroy their team yeah because they besides the ult coming from uh well, the only person that paid the uh qss tax was nycrit oh for uh Mordekaiser. yeah well yeah. i don't even think mord would really ever look to ult him like i don't know i think spell, uh does a uh, silver spell shield avoid the uh ult that is a good question. We would have to ask our Aiello that's almost double ADC spell shield. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Either way, it was a fiesta of a game. Uh, next game was uh, Demonic. No, not Demonic. Dawning Shadow against Hijack. Ah, I watched this game too. Yeah, this too. was you as well. Um, so, uh, honestly, um, kind of feel like it was a support diff uh like the shaco didn't really do anything in lane and it allowed lethal lime to roam to bonkers like four times before eight minutes and while bonkers was still killing uh quezzy um in the solos he would still he would die in the aftermath of it because like uh shiglets or Lethal Lime would be there to just like, you know, capitalize on and kill him because it's just so much CC. Um, so, like, I can kind of see where maybe this was going to be like effective, but I'm still not sure because, again, like, if the Shaco then starts to roam, then the Leona and the Jinx are just going to dive the Jin. Like, he doesn't have cleanse. Like, what is he going to do? Um, so, yeah, I mean, also, like, Jiglet's score is bonkers. Um, did not mean to do there. that, but it's, it, <laughs> I did not mean to do that. But yeah, is whack uh, for Zach, and uh, it just got to a point like, okay, what's the Olaf gonna do? Um, what's Leeson gonna do? These these guys aren't really bursty dam like damage, and um, I mean they made a. They made it a hard game, a hard game for tactic, but ultimately, like, they would throw everything at tactic and then, like, uh, Dreadbear and uh, Quezzy and, like, Shiglets would kind of, like, clean it up afterwards. Um, the other thing that I noticed is that um, uh, we got Grasp uh, Malphite instead of, uh, you know, like, Cheese Wheel Malphite with mm-hmm. Comet. And I don't know if that was meant for like going later in the game, uh, for like team fights and whatnot. But 
I also just kind of thought like he was using his mana a lot to like poke out the Camille. Yeah. Um, and when Camille was just like, okay, walk over, tap you, heal stuff back up because I have grass as well. And then just kind of like back off. Plus, he has Ignite in this matchup. So it's uh, kind of yeah, scarier Camille, for Malphite. Malphite's a tough matchup for the, uh, the Rock God. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh... well, let's go to game two. Game yeah. two. Um, Fletcher duh, switched over to the York. Uh, which in chat he said uh, he has been known to play York and uh, fancied it a bit. Uh, King Wolfie switched over to Diana Bonkers, went his Yasuo, uh, which did not do a whole lot. Um, it it looks that way, but it actually it it was a problem. I mean, uh, well, Wolfie. At least served Wolfie them up and, on the silver platter for Jeffrey Crazy. Yeah, Wolfie and uh, Jeffrey did really well. Um, Bar, actually, I wish he picked this in the first game. Uh, the set was really good. It was everywhere. It was ganking. It was, you know, being able to leave lane and, like, he had a hex flash too, so he was make he was looking to make the plays, like, everywhere. Um, honestly, <laughs> It felt like they both said, okay, so we're going to troll this game with our support. And then uh, Donnie Chow was like, okay, yeah, we'll do that too. We'll pick so J4. I was going to just comment on that. It seems like that Hijack's new uh, persona, so to speak, is to run two junglers every game. Because uh, in game one, they had the uh, Lee Sin as well as uh, Olaf. And then game two... Uh, Dawning Shadow actually took that strategy with, you know, Ramus and Jarvan. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I'm not, I'm, like, confused, like, what the they did, play they did is Rangar here. Rangar and um, Warwick last week. Hijack did. Uh, I mean, we also, I mean, all the other games that they played Lilia, too, because Lilia's a jungler. Yeah, that's true. Is mainly a jungler. Um, I mean, technically, Set was a jungler at one point, but it's pretty bad now. Um, ultimately, honestly, for this one, uh, it was basically just a split difference. Um, and honestly, it didn't seem like there's many game plans. That it just was also another fiesta. Um, uh, though I will say, like, one thing that I think was maybe a mistake is that. Again, Fletcher maybe took the wrong rune. I think Conqueror, he would have been in better situations in the 1v1, especially against Aurelia. Um, but, I mean, ultimately what ended up happening is that he would literally be, he was splitting the whole time. And he basically almost won the game off of a split. He got top turret, top inhib, first turret, or the... The first uh, Nexus turret got the second Nexus turret and was going for the Nexus and almost won the game right there. That's um, how you do it? No, he didn't. They they came back and killed him. Uh, oh, but but it that's allowed. How you, <laughs> that's how you put the pressure on. Yeah, uh, and I will also say, um, uh, Wolfie had some like really clutch smite. He got like two in a row where 
it was it was contested and as much as people want to believe that oh when you're the jungler hitting the dragon or like you see the objective you should be able to hit the smite but when you're the jungler that gets to hop over at any time and like freak the other one out um it's a little more you there's definitely more pressure there and he uh landed his smite twice to secure two dragons that were uh, I wouldn't say like pivotal, but it got them a uh, three dragon lead, I believe. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was cool. just like a split win, and uh, again, like uh, the Darwin support wasn't really anything interesting or impressive. So, yeah. Uh, next game was let's bounce against. Super Mega Death Rocket. Did I have this one? These are you. Okay. Um, so this was a sub in uh, on the side of Jungle. Uh, they nabbed Vixfer and looks like uh, Phantom uh, took over the mid lane and Hippie actually rolled down into the bot lane. Uh, to play with Ether Twister, and uh, had good success. Uh, this looked like uh, Hippie of old, um, you know, and kind of surprises with the vein play. Uh, Silent Whispers uh, actually rolling uh, mid lane with Kogma, and he became super nasty uh, late game. Uh, this was also, I believe, their first game uh, with Cocaine uh, in there in the jungle roll. Um, and another game in with Ice Over. Um, but yeah, uh, starting to come together for Super Mega Death Rocket late in the season. Um, you know, I'd say you put this same, you know, roster again together in another season, and they are probably, uh, middle of the pack where they should be. Um, but a little bit too late, uh, this season to put together enough wins to make it in. Um, and yeah, you know, Salt did Salt things uh, with Set, and, uh, you know, Vixfer was everywhere, you know, helping out his laners, uh, you know, 10 turrets to 2, you know, Soul Drake, Baron, both Rift Heralds, 28-minute uh, win as a, you know, pretty convincing win uh, for Let's Bounce. And yeah. then... I mean, it's cool to see that uh, Silent Whispers is continuing to oh, yeah. bring he, out something new. Yeah, he's brought something... I think he's brought out something new every game so far. And game two, uh, we saw Hippie on the bird, which is <laughs> absolutely disgusting. Uh, salt played Shen. Uh, Someone else did that this week, too. Yeah, Vixper went back to his uh, cane play. Phantom King brought out the Silas and Ether Twister went Vigar. So uh, just a whole ton of silly damage uh, from Let's Bounce in Game 2. And you can see the deaths uh, pretty much tell the same story on Super Mega Death Rocket. 10-10-5-9-6. I don't know that uh, I like Samira uh, on Luminaire. I think that uh, you know he needs some some more range, um, but it is a you know an ADC that 
lots of others in the league don't have a ton of games against. Uh, so maybe he's looking for you know that angle and bringing that champ uh, onto the rift. But uh, Silent Whispers fourteen five nine, pretty nasty. Uh, Nineteen nine, almost twenty k in gold uh, on him alone. Uh, so a lot of the kills from Super Mega Death Rocket on Silent Whispers. I'm sure he will be a very contested pick in the draft if he elects to stick around into Season 6. Um, in Spirit Rush against Perfect Execution, uh, this one, I believe this was me. Is this me? Yes. Yes, there you are. Um, yep. So Doomslug went to Nasus, and uh, they did pull the switcheroo uh, that I had alluded to last week, uh, throwing Filthy Birdman into the jungle, uh, which would have moved uh, Underdog Story into the support role, which he started out at uh, in the beginning of the season uh, and in the uh, in-houses before the season started. Doom Articuno pulled out uh, the Vigar uh, in as the ADC slot, and then Excellence. Whoo! Excellence popped off on the Corky. Uh, 14, 1, and 7. Um, Gecko Bronze and Insert, who have traditionally been the uh, carries for Perfect Execution, uh, just not able to do a whole lot against the Nasus uh, and Vi. Uh, Gecko Bron six six and one, uh, so he was, excuse me, trying his darndest, uh, but Trinity and Sanus Fate uh, with the Sinus Seraphine combo in bot lane uh, that we've seen before from teams did not have the late game success, uh, only getting to thirty one minutes in this game, uh, but Perfect Execution did have three dragons. Um, but not a whole lot of kill pressure in the turret department, uh, which is where Ziggs typically shines. Yeah, I, I guess the unfortunate thing here looking at this team is that the major carries of Excellence and Dumarakuno are very, like, have a lot of range to them. Like, if Gecko Bronze tries to move in at all, you're going to see a cage come down. Um, but then you also have Razik Dusk there to block anything. So yeah, Razik Dusk was a sub uh, for this game, also. Yeah. I so funny thing, everybody from Spray and Pray played <laughs> this week, <laughs> yeah, and um, Monday only was a only bit two crazy. only two people on that team went two zero on the week. So we know who are the most important players on Spray and Pray now. Yeah. Uh Rise of Dusk and uh Phantom. The Monday was a crazy one. Uh I guess everyone had uh stuff to do or sick or whatnot, but scrambling for subs. I think every captain was uh posting in general uh and trying to find subs before the game started uh at eight. Uh game two, uh Spirit Rush completed the two zero. Uh, Doomslug brought out the Kench to top lane, 7-0-9. Oh, uh, 
uh, insert even on the trundle. Uh, just could not get anything going. Uh, Filthy Birdman, four one fifteen. Uh, no slouch there, but Excellence bringing out the Swain, uh, who he was a, still is a nasty Swain player, obviously, uh, but has not shown it a lot this season. Uh, but 10 0 and 11. Uh, I'm and guessing they didn't ban it because Filthy Birdman is in jungle, obviously. Mm -hmm. So they kind of were like, oh, we don't need to ban this champion. Yep. But Excellence does. I don't think. To play it. Yeah, I think the only person that's been around long enough to know that would be Gecko Bronze, mm -hmm. but I I'm sure he wouldn't know that he he wouldn't assume that either. Well, it also could have been I don't have the uh, pick order in front of me, but uh, they could have uh, assumed that maybe Excellence was going to run uh, with Anivia. True. Also, that because Anivia is one of his yeah. strong strong picks yep. as well, so. Uh, KB Jelly picking the Poppy. Uh, maybe that was Flex that they got. They changed around after the fact. Um, not real sure, but uh, Satisfying Trinity, uh, you know, having to deal with the Nivea uh, as well as the Nautilus. And Rise of Desk, I'm pretty sure, was playing aggressive uh, the entire time. And, you know, yeah. Gecko Bronze, 2-5-4, didn't have the best game on the Kindred. Uh, and obviously, Filthy Birdman looking for vision, uh, you know, picking that champ. Uh, next series, we had the box against Final Spark. Uh, this was a 2-0 for the box. Uh, Final Spark running a sub in the jungle. Uh Bringing out Vintage, playing in for putting him in for Die Hardy. Wasn't there one other person too? There was not. Um, or actually, yes. Top lane. Yeah, Luigi Flames also played uh, top lane. Uh, mm -hmm. So five man squad, you know, being together pretty much the entire season, uh, and then running into uh, you know three with a pair of subs, uh, and we no flame against Vintage, but when you take out Die Hardy. Uh, Final Spark not having its captain hurts tremendously. Uh, Kazuto got out the victor, uh, but more sleep was hunting everyone's head on Final Spark. 14-1-10. Uh, Queen Sue had a great game as the Nasus. Uh, Worthy Dust was everywhere. Uh, but Gacho on this... Corky was pretty solid. Team Otaku yeah. had some uh, really good alts uh, to prevent, uh, you know, Vintage from, you know, getting on to uh, Team Otaku. Um, but yeah, really, it was the More Sleep and Gacho show uh, in Game 1 uh, that carried uh, the box to uh, a win there. Game 2... Um, more of the same, more sleep, 16, 0 and 5, uh, Gacho played the safe Oriana, um, you know, Kazuto, uh, and he Gant. almost had a solo kill Yes, in the, he did. in the mid lane. I remember watching, he literally, he flashed away and I totally accepted they flashed away because 
there's a possibility that he could have yeah. flashed, uh, hit the wall, and then got hit by a turret shot and like not killed Kazuto. I mean, Kazuto was dead either way because literally, like, uh, I think Echo was doing yep. their blue at the time, so he just like eat over the wall and like tapped him and he was dead and he was like ah but he almost solo killed kazuto in the mid lane and i don't know if it was like kazuto maybe have been looking somewhere else but it was spicy so i think like we brought up the question prior to the games that does uh gacho need to play a different way or Mm -hmm. whatnot he has played some oriana games uh though we have seen more of the assassins come out of him but I will say that if he's been putting practice in on the Oriana, it's definitely showing because he had a really good game. Yeah, and I think this was more, um, you know, a statement game from the box. I think I, you know, said last week on the duck that I think that they could get tilted enough to two O somebody. Um, and honestly, it looks like you know a more practice version, uh, more sleep is definitely. Uh, putting in everything to, you know, put in for the carry. Uh, and then Queen Sue, uh, I know that she has been playing, uh, you know, solo queue a bunch, you know, playing top lane, you know, just trying to continue to strive to better herself in the top lane uh, for the box as, you know, they're trying to, you know, squeak into playoffs and, you know, see what can happen after the fact. Um, but, you know, Final Spark, it's... Uh, all for having fun, and uh, I, I know that they're wishing that you know Die Hardy would would have been there because I think uh, it, it definitely would have been closer, um, and maybe in a one-one split. Uh, but more sleep, definitely an absolute monster uh, in this series. Yeah, and this is no in no way that we're like harping on Vintage and being no, like, oh, not. he's bad or something. It's it's strictly the fact that you have a master tier jungler versus someone who doesn't jungle and he's just gonna know what to do in certain situations that vintage is not gonna know what to do and that's he's gonna recognize certain uh, things and that's yeah no flame at all that is just the you know simple uh matter of you know skill and knowledge and number of games played uh you know versus somebody that is you know still very relevant um you know but obviously not a master tier player uh so no questions in twitch chat so everybody is obviously uh playing clash uh i did have one question uh, for those that uh watch this after the fact we are in heavy debate over the playoff format uh, so I ask you to DM me Zolord and let me know which you would like to go because obviously the people that are watching this are the ones that uh, are putting in a ton of effort and you know care deeply about what goes on. Um, so one option is top five go in, first place has a buy, and it is Demacia on one side of the. Uh, bracket and Noxus on the other side of the bracket, and you have a big final showdown, Noxus versus Demacia in the finals, uh, winner take all. Uh, the other alternative is to reseed everybody by points, top to bottom, and then you have, you know, one giant bracket, uh, and everybody plays all the way through. 
so it would be a first through tenth place. Um, and then there you go. Uh, another option was flip-flop the brackets. So first place from Noxus would play... Uh, or excuse me. Second place from Noxus would play... Third place from fourth place. We're still, you're, no, you'd still need to do. Still have to I buy. Think we're, I think we're stuck on top five. Yeah. So, so second second like... place would play fifth place. So Noxious would play Demacia, and Demacia would play Noxus on those yeah. brackets on the way towards the championship. Um, so you'd have more uh, cross play. Um, but I feel like that would be a little bit tougher on teams because there's going to be teams that obviously have not played other teams. Um, but you know, there's lots of, uh, friendships that have formed in between teams, uh, and in between divisions. So curious on, uh, what your thought process is viewers on, uh, one of those three options. Uh, again, DM me, let me know. Uh, we're still talking in the background to figure things out and determine what would be most fun. Um, so yeah, let's go into our predictions for the upcoming week. Yep. We have Curtain Call against Super Mega Death Rocket. You want to start off or shall I? Uh, you can start. Uh, I am going to predict 2-0 Curtain Call. That it? Hey, hey. Any explanation any, there? Any explanation? Yeah. Uh, curtain call is uh, popping off still, even though they uh, did receive their first loss. Was that their first? I thought they tied before. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. I thought they tied. Let's, let's I go, thought the I thought the only team that hasn't like gotten curtain call is okay, I know Dawn yeah, Shadow. So, yeah, they have has, three draws actually. So yeah, I'm, I know I'm Dawn Shadow has like one or two draws now. But they have the highest kill count in the league. They have the highest assist count, uh, and then as a team, they lead the league in kills and assists. So. That is uh, my reasoning for the 2-0 okay. over Super Mega Death Rocket. Um, hmm. Honestly, if... Uh, I, like, want to say that... I, I want to say I believe that uh, Silent Whispers can, like, finagle something, but I'm not... I think he 100% could have his way sure. with, uh, you know, steamrolling kill a monkey. Yeah, but, but I, I think, think Denny uh, runs into the rest he, of the team. Yeah, that yeah, that's my other thing. Um, I mean, I don't want to sleep on Montblanc either. Luminaire is does well. Um, cocaine is just kind of an unknown for me, and so is uh, Ice because yep. we've seen him played in the mid lane mostly. Um, three band Hobbit. So far, every time that I've called a two zero on someone, they've 
done the reverse to me. Sorry, perfect execution. <laughs> yeah, I said I said I believed in perfect execution last yeah. week, and they got two would I'm like, damn it, guys! Like, come on, it's all your fault. Yeah. All right, you know what? We'll go for the three for three. So, two uh, O curtain call. Okay, so uh, if if Super Mario Death Rocket does two O, then I'm cursed. You you are the reason. Uh, yep. Spray and pray against Dawning Shadow, which I feel like should be a really entertaining match. Well, these are the uh, leaders, tech, or I guess tech, mm-hmm. yeah, technically yeah. the leaders of each division. So, um, and they faced off in the uh, preseason. So, okay. um, which that <clears throat> that series was a one-one. I mean, um, that's, that's a real possibility of this being a one-one. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say you're gonna say the two O spray and pray. I want to be a little spicy. Uh, I'll see your spicy and uh, call you on it. I'm a two O dawning shadow. Okay. <laughs> well, wait. The, now Matthias has to do. Well, he's always does two O. So maybe yeah, he this he's will be the this. time he does yep. one one. He, he's gonna break this tie. I have a feeling. We'll mm-hmm. get his vote after the fact, and uh, but I think he will call a two zero on somebody. Yep. Uh, Demonic Ascension versus Perfect Execution. Uh, this will be the first week that uh, they have will be playing without Jer Bear. Jer Bear is uh, done for the season, um, and it is he is planning on returning for season six in some capacity. Um, but Demonic Ascension has picked up uh, Arcana uh, with their $2 million in budget, uh, who I have heard is a tough little player. So I suspect that Demonic Ascension uh, is going to be able to deal with perfect execution and their uh, you know top lane jungle synergy. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm interested to see how this uh, week of games goes with um, Demonic Ascension, Perfect Execution. Uh, like you said, it will be the first time we're seeing Arcana in like an actual kind of like besides the in houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so like off of that, and it seems like. Uh, perfect execution isn't as. I mean, I, I immortal as them, we thought they were. I expect um, them to have a bounce back week, honestly. All right. I mean, I'm going to say one one, but yeah, it I it, it's tough to you know say when you know we've kind of said that the box is dependent upon more sleep to you know be this carrier player i think demonic ascension mm-hmm. is in a similar situation that they need that role to be popping off uh so without having seen him play a whole lot i don't know if it's going to be a 1-1 an 0-2 or a 2-0 uh but i really anticipate perfect execution coming back uh just being have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder uh, that they, oh yeah, you know, and I think that you know, whether it's practice or clash or whatever, uh, I think they could two o demonic ascension, um, 
But without that having, I think that's the way I'm going to go. Just and I could be way off because obviously I haven't. I can't say the impact that Arcana is going to have. But um, yeah, without without any knowledge, I'm going to say that perfect executions, uh, frustration, kind of pole vaults them with a two a win over demonic ascension. Yeah, I mean that kind of essentially somewhat happened with the box. I would say. Yeah. I mean, I think. I think uh, after, um, especially after their game against Curtain Call, where they did have early gold leads against them, and they still lost both games, they're probably like, "All right, what the blank? Um, we uh, should have closed those out. Like, we had the opportunity to, like, you know, change this bracket a little bit, and yep. um, unfortunately, it didn't work out for them. So." come against final spark they just like went all out um though i also while like arcane is the question is like a potential question mark um game two with uh mommy senpai's uh vein and deco on the nautilus just like kind of gave me a more hope in that team um because it was definitely a pop-off moment for mommy senpai and it was really good to see so um yeah, that's kind of like where my one one resides is with the bot lane and Arcana. Fair enough. Uh, Final Spark against Spirit Rush, and uh, this would be, I believe, the return of Day One Nub Pringle um, after his one week off. Uh, mm-hmm. So Spirit Rush looking, you know, looking like the change that they made in the jungle. Uh, support role has reinvigorated uh, their style um, because is that what they're sticking with? So I don't know. Story um, will be down there. I, I've not talked to Underdog uh, since prior or since last Monday night. Um, so no leaks here. No, no, no Zoa leaks this week. Okay, um, but I think that you know, every, like we were talking, you know. Their bot lane looked so strong. Uh, then they had yeah. this mellow period where you know, things weren't working, you know, and maybe that's the strategy of change things up so that you don't have a solid look at what a team's going to bring every week. Um, but, uh, you know, Rise of Dusk slotting in there uh, as a sub obviously helped out. Um, and they, they two-owed last week, so... I think that uh, they have the potential to two it again. Um, yeah, I mean the thing is, is that Underdog Story has this like would play the Nautilus, would play the mm-hmm. Leona. Yep. Um, I know he also would play like some mage supports, which then just adds on to the fact that you have, um, basically like three mage players from bot lane to mid lane that play probably some similar stuff to each other. Yeah. That and... you could see in the bot lane, or just it's it causes confusion and i'm sure like a lot of people um like some people are used to seeing some random bs um while like people on the lower portion of the uh ladder might not necessarily see a nivia in the bot lane all the time or vigar support um i know for worlds right now some of the supports uh in the pro level are practicing to support so like 
that's the type of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily see in solo queue at like a silver gold level and played really well you might see in bronze because people are just like you know they saw it on a mm-hmm. pro player play it so i can do it um but no that totally uh, so yeah it'll um, be interesting to see if they I go think, with that you know normally i'd say uh Gantz probably wins bot lane um, and mid lane Kazuto probably beats Excellence. Uh, but Excellence this past week with his performance, uh, Kazuto may actually have his hands full. So uh, that's where I say the 2 0 uh, to Spirit Rush. And Die Hardy's been missing uh, for two weeks now. So that. Uh, I think he's out again. Oh, yeah. That's. Uh, that's rough for Funnel Spark. Um, so yeah, I, I know they're missing their captain. Um, equalizer against Dominus. Yeah, I'm going to say 2-0 Spirit Rush as well. Fine. I wasn't even going to wait for you to give your 2-0. Okay. <laughs> EQ against Dominus. Honestly, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like we haven't seen Dominus play at all this season. They <laughs> Maybe have because I haven't played. They have three I know. they have three games before this season's over. I know, but it might be because I just haven't been the one to watch their games for the duck. But I just feel like they haven't played any games. But I know that's not true. I know that they've played. I'll just go look at King Leon's stats and you realize that they've played. I know, I know. That's what I mean. Like, I'm literally <laughs> like, oh, uh, well, clearly they've played because Leon just top looks three like... three in kills just because they had a buy. Yeah. Um, honestly, um, with the changes that Equalizer had, I think uh, I think it's Perfy is yeah, plotting in. Pretty strong in top lane. Yeah, actually slang in pretty well, playing like Kale, playing Aurelia. Those are some really good picks. Um, I'm kind of blanking on Dominus's team now. All, all I know is yeah, Leon, Vintage, support, Vintage uh, and Vixper. Vixper. And then you've got oh, Whisper. Oh, MV's in the mid lane and yeah. Whisper's in top. Whisper's okay. top lane. Um, I actually think this would be a very even kind of matchup uh, going downwards except for maybe bot lane i think all the way down is relatively even um maybe there would be a discrepancy between like top and jungle but i think mid lane is probably is probably even they both play similar champs a lot of mage uh control mages and stuff like that um so I guess I guess I'm gonna go one one because I mean we all we have also seen games where Nightcrit has just like popped mm-hmm. off and like been a dominant force. So definitely, I don't put it past them to be able to do it. Uh, I'm also going to join the one one club in this one and let Matthias break uh, break the tie and call yep. a two zero out on somebody. Um, yep. But I mean I've seen both teams uh, do really well and. Dominus having the extra game over everybody, they've got the most incentive to pop off and uh, kind of land where they want in the standings. So the final uh, game for Monday night is the box against Let's Bounce. And I think this one will be super exciting. Uh, 
to watch. Uh, Hippie, you know, definitely. Uh, teammates against teammates. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's mean, Hippie versus Worthy. Yep. So Hippie's got uh, a little bit of his stride back. Uh, Salt's looking good. Ether Twister, you know, exciting to see him play, you know, some of these carry, um, you know, supports. Uh, I know he's been on brand a couple times, uh, but he has not brought out the Lux, uh, which I'm kind of surprised this season. Uh, I think that would be fun to play against, uh, you know, especially the likes of Worthy Dust, who's bringing out, the, you know, the Leonas. Um, and to see if uh, Box can continue, you know, their dominating trend, um, you know, let's see what what new champ uh, that more sleep wants to bring uh, to go against Let's Bounce. Um, I think this could be a one-one as well, just like Equalizer and Dominus. Um, well, this is kind of an important game for both teams because they're both like on the cusp of being in or out of playoffs. Um, so it would be helpful for both teams to go 2-0. Um, so the box has four points and let's bounce has five. Uh, so unfortunately this does not, uh, hold any other teams down and, you know, cause you're not effectively, you're not hurting another team within your division, uh, since it is cross divisional play. Um, but I know that, uh, that would, almost secure uh, a spot in the playoffs for the box if they were to win uh, and definitely fins off Dominus. Yeah, it, um, it, it definitely helps. It like really helps the box because yep. they're like two point, like Demonic is two points away from them. Um, Final Spark's only one point away from them. So if they could 2-0 that, it would definitely put them um, especially if Equalizer won ones, then it puts them at the same level as Equalizer and just puts them further away from the final spark. Um, while let's bounce again, like Dominus is only one point below them, and then the per the next team above them is Perfect Execution with eight right. points. So it's like, like there basically let's bounce is the marker um, for the two teams below them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to go one one. I think that's probably uh, a safe bet. I just think Let's Bounce will definitely be able to get get a game off uh, the box, and uh, the box in turn will be able to do the same off Let's Bounce. Yeah, I think it's going to be a one one as well. Um, mainly because uh, while Ether has had some really good games on like his mage play, mage play and stuff. You got to be worried about playing that into a really proficient support who likes to play the engaged supports and the tankier mm-hmm. type of supports. And if Ether and Booster are not on the same page, um, they're going to have problems. Um, and same thing going for like, obviously, like Gacho is again in a matchup that some people might be like, oh, just lock in like. Malzar and be fine or something like nope, that, but it's good to Hippie. see that. Yeah, it seems it looks like it's good that he has been able to play the Corky and 
<clears throat> other stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I, I think he'll be probably fine. be a solid pick against uh, uh, yeah. I am hippie, but uh, we'll I, see I how think that goes. the yeah, I think the real one is the thing that uh, the box needs to think about is what are they going to do with the salt? Because um, at this point, we've seen them play basically four champions. It's either Shen, uh, Orn, Set, or Morikaiser. You kind of have to decide what you think is going to be more pain in the butt. Yep. Um, and personally, I would say Shen, because unless you're... Uh, or unless your top laner is always looking for that um, kind of move to go bot, then uh, I would say do it, or I would say keep it up and just ban out like maybe the Morikaiser and uh, instead. But the other thing is, is that this is a team that does like to run um, Nocturne uh, Shen, so. You uh, then again, to, <laughs> then uh, you have to preemptively TP on like team fights and be like, "Oh, hey, we're rounding up for Dragon. Right. I need to be down there now before Nocturne ults, and I can't go down there." Well, I think the um, one thing the box can look for is that you know Salt's gonna be aggressive. He's gonna be looking to push in, uh, you know, or freeze the wave at his turret. Um, so I think I don't wave, know if he really freezes. Well. He's he's a good top laner. Uh, yeah. so I think if you can maybe get him frustrated, uh, you're a little bit better off. Um, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, we'll check out these games tomorrow night and uh, a Sunday night duck special on Twitch. Um, Taco, appreciate uh, you hopping on here and we will see you guys tomorrow night uh, for some League of Legends, and then again Thursday night for the Duck. Uh, two weeks left of regular season play after tomorrow night, so uh, every single game and point matters. Appreciate all you guys. Thanks so much. Have a good night. Good night.